All right. Hey guys, welcome back to an unlikely friendship, the podcast. I guess this is episode four and today we're going to be talking about emotions versus logic. Not that, I mean, I don't know if that topic makes any sense to you guys at the moment, but we'll get into that. Um, I'm Katie again, here with Matthew. <laughs> Yay. We're almost at the midpoint of our, we're aiming for 13 episodes. We honestly just kind of feel like we've we're done <laughs> we're kind of running out of steam and i mean i guess we were we were aiming for 13 episodes because that's the end of the summer and that's kind of where we're like once september starts we're kind of not going to do this anymore for various reasons but yeah yeah <laughs> the other thing is yeah. we were talking about this just before but like i cannot believe it's almost freaking july we're like that's so insane i mean it's kind of funny because we were thinking like man time is going by so fast but when we look at the podcast number we're only on episode four <laughs> at the same time it is that we have been doing this for a month which is pretty good <laughs> sorry i just knocked my headphones out of my ear I'm slightly intoxicated <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, it's a plus. We've at least been doing this for a month now. Um, but anyway, I guess to dive into the topic of the day, um, emotions versus logic, it's pretty much just something that we've been talking about a lot over the last few months, especially, I guess, it really just came up. I mean, a lot of the things that we talked about came up, I guess, because of my breakup or whatever. And this was just something that related and that we started talking about. But essentially, it's just like, like, we've come to term it as um, emotions versus logic, because to us, we're very, um, I think, objectively, we like to think we are, but I think objectively, we are fairly logical people. So it's very frustrating to us, I think. I mean, I, I at least speak for myself when I think it's very frustrating when logically I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Like in this situation, this is what I want to do. But then my freaking feelings are all over the place and I'm, they're like, mm, I don't know about that one. You know, I kind of feel like that's not what I want. And it's really frustrating. Like I can't think of an example off the top of my head that doesn't relate to my <laughs> breakup. <laughs> It isn't really something that I want to get into right now. But I think it's just like super frustrating that like emotions are something that I have no real control over. Like, like my brain logically is just like, okay, this is, I know this is the right thing. This I think is the right decision. But then I have no control over my emotions being like, yeah, but that's not really what I want to do, you know? And it's just frustrating. Yeah, that like makes a lot of sense. And I guess kind of what I would relate that to is when I was doing high school, I had to take this course called Theory of Knowledge. And pretty much there was four ways of knowing. So there was reasoning. So that's how I consider logic. Uh, perception, I believe. So seeing something, you'll know whether or not something is happening. So if Katie trips, if I see her trip, I know that that happened uh there's also i don't know really what it was called but pretty much like literature or kind of you can read something and you'll know because like if you read something that says water boils on 100 degrees you can know that as a fact and the last way of knowing was emotion which um at least with that i guess course it's more like a class because it was in high school but uh emotion was always considered the weakest way of knowing just because you can like, so say Katie punched a kid, right? 
like emotionally, like I know that that's the wrong thing to do, but you can kind of see situations where like if that kid was actually just a bad person, like they say they were selling drugs or something or doing something illegal, it wasn't actually bad for her to punch the kid in that sense. So like you can kind of like reason it out, but like emotionally pretty much emotion is the weakest way of knowing because just because you feel that something's wrong doesn't mean it is wrong. And sometimes you need to know more of the background before you can actually make a judgment. That's why I try to live my life as logically as possible. So try to get as many facts and try to know as much before I make a decision, just because I want to make sure it's the right decision. And, but like, I definitely understand what Katie's saying. Like, you intrinsically know that you should think something through, but when you're actually put in that situation, you just sometimes let your emotions take control. Like, I just don't want to do this. or like, I kind of want to do this instead. But yeah, it's just something that I think we'll always have to deal with. Yeah. Also, just to be clear, I don't hit children. <laughs> <laughs> Not in public, at least. What the hell? <laughs> don't have any children around me to hit anyway not that I would either way but yeah I mean I just think it's very frustrating because like logically I can reason out that something like this is the right choice I think like it doesn't make sense to do the other thing but sometimes my feelings are all over the place and it's like my feelings don't agree with what my brain knows is right like my brain knows that I wish I could think of an example um, I mean, I can give an example right now, just um, to kind of start us off. And I, I guess like my major thing that I've been dealing with was kind of back in September, my move to Mississauga. And I guess even before that, so a year ago when I was deciding whether or not I should move to Mississauga or first school, obviously, um, like logically, it definitely was, I think, the the best situation. I mean... U of T is the top school in Canada. It definitely was probably, I mean, it definitely was the best decision for my future career. At least I, I believe that logically, but emotionally it was kind of difficult, I guess, because I would be leaving all like my friends. I'll be leaving my family, my girlfriend and everyone behind to pursue this kind of future, I guess. And even I wouldn't say like emotionally, it kind of like stopped me because there, there's just so many, I, I knew logically I could still talk to my friends online. I could still like message people, like Snapchat and everything. So like I knew I wouldn't lose that connection, but it was still like emotionally, it's still really hard to do because now there's like that fear of missing out. So like when your friends all hang out without you and it's like, man, like I'm not there. But logically... I, I knew that this was the right decision because I'd be able to start, well, not like competing, but like I'd be surrounded by the top students in Canada, I guess. And that's something that I kind of wanted to just see how I would fare against people who were the top. So Is I don't know. U of T actually the top ranked school in Canada, not McGill? Miguel's second, I believe, at least when I checked. So now that I've joined, maybe it's down to second. <laughs> but yeah, like from my knowledge, I don't know about the chemistry program in particular. Oh, like overall I, standings, though. Yeah, but I think at least 
I think our chemistry program is pretty strong, question mark. I don't know, actually. I don't know what it would rank, but I just know in Germany, Germany has the number one chemistry program, I think. Munich, Munich University. Isn't Unless education I'm... also free in Germany? Yeah, but you have to be a citizen, right? So it's not <laughs> just like, I think at least, pretty sure you have to be a citizen. I don't know, but I mean, that makes sense because people there probably pay taxes that go towards that. Yeah, I mean, like EU is nice because um, like the whole European Union, because I think like living, it's like a lot cheaper to live there in the sense that you only need like a couple hundred euros and you can live for a month kind of thing. But you have to pay a lot of taxes because they have a lot of like subsidies and stuff. But I'm not very I, worldly, so I don't know. Neither anything. am I. So that might be a <laughs> complete lie, but yeah. I would believe that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because my girlfriend did go to Germany for a while. So from my knowledge of what happened there, like she didn't make a lot of money, but she was still able to survive because it's just a lot cheaper to live relative. But obviously, euros are also a lot stronger than our Canadian dollar. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like I just, I think it's just very frustrating when your brain is like, this is what makes sense. This is what I should be doing. This is what I, my brain wants to do. But like your feelings are telling you like, it's not really what I want. I have conflicted feelings. It's like, this totally makes sense in my brain, like that this is the right thing. But it's like, your feelings are holding you back from just going with it. Like, you know it makes sense and this is the right right choice sometimes like sometimes you don't know sometimes you do and it's just like so frustrating when you can't just your freaking feelings don't agree <laughs> yeah i guess it's kind of one of those things where like once again i can't think of too many examples but i feel when i do something based on emotions it's either gonna be something that i regret the most where like i think back like later in life i'm like man that was a really dumb decision like why did i why did i do that like that was clearly the wrong decision but at the same time i feel like sometimes when you just listen to your emotions like that's also like the most fun right i and i guess the one like related to like drinking alcohol but i mean like there were times when like we i mean we actually drank like heavily once at least i drank heavily that time but we rented an airbnb and like we kind of and obviously logically i shouldn't have drank that much right like it doesn't make sense but emotionally like it was fun and like even now like i still look back at obviously don't condone drinking like with random people like we were with a very safe group of friends and everything but yeah i don't regret that at all i mean it was a lot of fun and i think i wouldn't have done that if i was always so logical but I think just sometimes I think it is nice to listen to your emotions, but definitely I think there are times that I've listened to my emotions and like now 10 years later, I think back and I'm like, wow, I really messed up. Like that was not the right choice to do. So I think it's kind of like high risk, high reward. I mean, I think it depends on the situation, whether or not you should, go with like your brain or your emotions right but also I think it kind of goes a little bit hand in hand with like when you make emotion-based decisions 
they could be more fun. Like they do say that um, oftentimes the most like fun memories or the most valuable ones you have are the spontaneous ones, right? Or those are usually not like, like really if you're logically thinking, it's not going to be like, I'm logically going to decide to freaking spontaneously go to drive up and have a fun trip to Whistler like mm-hmm. right now, you know? It's like mm-hmm. spur of the moment based on your emotions and like what you want to do right now, right? <sighs> but I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, like just thinking about trips and stuff, right? When I've actually been traveling with my girlfriend like the past two summers. So when we were in Japan, that was our first trip together. And it was really my first trip outside of the country that I did kind of like that I planned by myself. And at first we had a lot of things planned. <laughs> like we had a lot of things planned every day and we wanted to maximize our time. But honestly, at the end of it, not that like we listened to our emotions, but we just kind of took it a little more laid back just because yes, we could have fit in going to a, like another like prefecture or something. But at the end of the day, if, if we're so rushed and trying to follow this crazy schedule it just wasn't a vacation if that makes sense and sometimes it's just nice to just take a step back and just do what you want to do like so just just you walk down the street and you look and you see a cafe and you're like wow that looks really good and you just go in and just have fun and I think sometimes it is okay to listen to your emotions I think it's when it's a big decision that you should like you should definitely consider some of the the logical aspect of it I wouldn't at least personally I'm I don't like to, I think we've talked about this before but I don't like to take a lot of risks so I'm not gonna just be like wow I love Japan I'm gonna move to Japan like I'm never going to take that that risk like I'd have to have a, a reason to move to Japan I wouldn't just do that spontaneously but yeah yeah we're both very not risky logical <laughs> try not to be super emotional people although I will say I'm probably definitely more emotional than Matthew is in general <laughs> which yeah, I mean I I'll think agree. women generally are it's not stereotype I think it's true like women are generally it's 2020 bad. Katie you can't say that <laughs> women are okay it's a truth though <laughs> I'm just saying generally, I'm not saying everyone. It's not true for everyone. I would say I, at least personally, I think I would have, like I would have met more emotional women than I would for emotional guys. But I think it's also kind of how we're raised, right? I mean, I think girls, it's okay to show emotion, right? It's kind of like, oh, she's kind of like sad about this thing. It's kind of cute and everything. But if a guy starts crying from a movie, it's like, wow, that guy's kind of a little not an appropriate word but like yeah so it's kind of I don't know if it's kind of sad but yeah I just don't think guys show emotion as much but but I just think that probably because of the way you guys are conditioned because of the way society is that like guys don't generally cry so that's why I do think that if a guy does cry I mean I don't unless obviously you are actually like being a huge baby and like you cry about everything I'm not going to think you're a big baby if you're a guy and you're crying. But I think because of that, of like how rare it is to see a guy cry, that I feel like if they are crying, that it it is a big deal. And it's like, holy shit, like, why is he crying? Something must be wrong, right? You know? Yeah. No, I can definitely understand that. But yeah, I don't know. I try my best not to cry. (laughs) I I do too, but... 
like <laughs> I don't like crying. Who likes to cry? I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, like you, you've heard, like crying is like good for stress relieving, and it's supposed to be good yeah. for you in some cases because it releases endorphins or something. So crying is good for you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I'm actually not really sure if it does release endorphins. I just kind of said that, but I, I think definitely it's supposed to be good if you're really stressed. Like I've heard that crying helps you like kind of de-stress, but. I don't know about that, but like sometimes if I'm really sad about something, like I like it, I don't think I generally cry for like personal reasons that much. I mean, I cry super easily if I'm watching like a sad movie, but when it comes to actually like crying about my life, like something in my life has gone wrong, I don't usually cry that much. And I don't think that something goes wrong in my life so often that I cry that much mm-hmm. um, or that often. But for sure, like if something happened where I feel like so sad that I need to cry, I'm not gonna. Well, if I'm out in public or something, I'm gonna try not to cry in front of like a bunch of people. But like otherwise, I'm not gonna like hold it back because I feel like that's worse. I think that'll just make you feel worse. I think at that point, I do sometimes feel like in that situation, if you're just sad, you should just let it out. It does kind of make me feel better sometimes, I guess. Not that I like crying, but yeah. I mean, I guess I can kind of understand that. I, I mean, I wouldn't, yeah, once again, it's not like I cry all the time, but I, if I'm alone, it doesn't really matter if I'm crying because there's no one there. But yeah, I definitely wouldn't cry in public or at least I'll try my best not to cry in public. I have, it's super awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly though, I have. And I mean, most people just mind their business and they basically just ignore you and Either they don't see it or they're actually just ignoring you and they don't say anything. For sure, they're just ignoring. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's got to be awkward too, right? I, I mean, I, I have seen people cry in public and sometimes I think like maybe I should say something, but at the same time, I don't know what they're going through, right? I mean, it could be something like, oh, I don't know, something s- small or it could be like, oh my God, like my whole family just died. Like I'm not going to be able to, to fix that or even know what to say. So I'm just not letting me feel my mom. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think really one of the frustrating things just about emotion is that like it's out of my control. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see that. Where I guess it's just like how, at least for me, when I play video games, I get irrationally angry sometimes where I know that it's like, it's just a game, but it's just all of a sudden just gets so angry. And I, I, I'd like to think that most people can relate to that just because there's a lot of freaking like ragers online and like so like but it's just it's just weird right because it's definitely not something i would do in real life i mean even if someone calls me a name or something in real life i'm not going to get angry just because i don't really care but online it's like oh my god you son of a like i'm gonna <laughs> why <laughs> like what is it it just pisses me off so much more when it's like but i just don't know it's just yeah huh. i i think emotions themselves are just like super weird honestly it's like how did people even come to um come up with the terms to describe emotions when you think about it you can never know what someone else like you aren't them you can't actually know what they're feeling whether it's physical pain or like emotional feelings you'll never know because you're not them it's like you can relate to it because maybe you've had a similar experience and you think that you've both gone through similar, like you both felt sad, you both felt mm-hmm. angry, but like you can't actually really know like 
exactly yeah. what that person is feeling because you're not them. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things where even like this, if you went through the exact same situation, like two people will feel differently about what happened. So it's kind of, sometimes it's very difficult, especially sometimes I feel like I can't understand people because it's like, oh, that doesn't actually sound that bad, but like they're actually visibly upset. So it's, I can't just be like, oh, that's not that bad, right? Like you have to kind of try to help. But yeah, I, I'd say like that's something that's definitely frustrating at times. I can't understand why someone's upset. I think the other thing that is really hard to um, navigate is just that with so many people in the world, everyone sees things differently and everything reacts differently and feels differently. And sometimes it's very hard to, if you see something from a different perspective compared to someone else, sometimes you just can't even understand like why they feel a certain way or because you just don't understand the way they're seeing it. So you can't relate. So that's also frustrating because it's like, I don't know. So for example, it's just like, there are obviously people out there who aren't Oh God, there's so much gray in the world, but like there's good and bad people, right? There can be good people who do bad things, bad people who do good things. Supposedly there's good and bad people, right? I don't know at what, what point you're a good and bad person, but let's just say like there's some guy out there who is serially lying and scamming people. And it's like, as a person, I don't think I could ever do that. Like I wouldn't ever want to do that to people. And then like, I just can't understand how you could do that to someone. Like let's say this guy picked a target and then he sort of gets to know the guy and it's like, finds out that he only has like $5,000 left in his bank account. That's all he has. And like his wife left him or whatever, that's all the money he has. And then this guy's going to try to scam him out of it, even though he knows that like, dude, this guy has nothing. That's all he has left, but he's still going to scam him. And it's like, for me, I'm like, I can't understand how someone could do something like that. You know, like how? Yeah. I think it's one of those things like I, I've never gotten one of those like CRA, like Canadian revenue agency scams where they tell you like, Oh, you owe the government like $800. You have to pay now kind of thing. Right. But, those scams generally work on the older adults or uh, like just elderly people as well as I assume the younger, but like if you're young, you probably won't know what CRA is or anything. I just don't understand how people could justify doing stuff like that, where even if say that you're just trying to make a living, right? Cause I'm sure everyone's just trying to make a living, make some money and live life to its fullest potential, I guess. But I just don't get how you could feel good doing it, like, 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 or just any justification because you're just scamming, like, kind of like the susceptible population, and like, I, I just don't know how you could live with yourself knowing that you're not doing something that's good because that's definitely wrong. Like, you can't even be like, oh, at least I'm like Robin Hood, where you're like robbing the rich. You're literally just robbing anybody that you can. Yeah, so I think that's just like a weird thing. That's like an extreme example. But I'm just saying like sometimes it's just very hard. Like for one, you can never really understand how someone's, I don't know, maybe it's not really related. Eh. But just like my point is like 
for me personally, like, I obviously don't think like this person who like, again, this is extreme, but I obviously don't think like this person who's out there like scamming people who have nothing and they're literally going to be devastated if they're scammed out of this. I don't understand someone who could do that to other living human beings. And where am I going with this? Okay, I have no idea. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes I feel like our conversations don't make sense, but at least I have the excuse because right now it's like 2.15 a.m. So I'm tired. <laughs> but Katie, you have no excuse. You should. My you should. excuse is that I think I've ruined my body from exercising too much, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> too into your fake bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm like my brain is like not really working right now. <laughs> I'm going to be When honest. does it ever work? <laughs> God. Yeah, emotions versus logic. I mean, I feel like we've covered most of what we want to talk about it, unless you want to bring some more examples in. Because, I mean, there's definitely times when... Because we've talked about this a lot. We have. I don't know why. I'm just coming up blank. Like, I can't think of anything. I don't know why. We talked about this for hours, and I just cannot think of anything right now. I don't know why. Yeah, and I guess a lot of these would require examples with actual people and i don't want to really get into any of that either and right now i am drawing a blank yeah i I don't understand we can this is something we were like man we could talk about this for hours and (laughs) we're literally can't think of anything i think we've only been talking for like 20 minutes (laughs) guess i just say i'm doing a presentation on wednesday and yeah, I mean, logically, I feel like I have everything everything set. I mean, I've made my presentation. I've already practiced it a couple times. But yeah, I'm still, still quite nervous about this one. And it's kind of weird because generally I don't get nervous before. I mean, I normally get nervous like the moment before I do the presentation. So, so kind of like just when I start the presentation for like the first two minutes or so, I'll feel kind of like I can definitely feel like my heart's beating a little quicker. But yeah, like now, I mean, right now I'm kind of tired, but I'm still still kind of more worried about this one than I normally am. But I'm hoping by Wednesday I'll just have everything figured out. So I'll be good. I think it'll be fine, Matt. <laughs> we wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing just, new with me. All I all I've been doing. You just don't want to edit edit a long episode. I know. I, no, I genuinely am coming up, like, I don't know why. We usually can talk about this. Like, we just do talk about it, and yeah. it just comes out, and I, I don't know why. Um, I guess, I mean, yeah, Matt's got a presentation that there's nothing new with me. I'm just, <laughs> all I do is sleep, eat, and work out. Honestly, that's all I've been doing. <laughs> and how do you feel about that emotionally? Ah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hard to say, actually. You know, with in terms of exercising, it's like weird. In some ways, I feel good just because I'm like making myself do it, but like actually doing it sucks ass. And then like, (laughs) it's not swearing. And the other thing is that, God, like the actual exercising part. The whole time, I'm like, I hate myself. Like, I want to do this. The other thing is, it's obviously, it makes you feel good to see results, right? Mm -hmm. In terms of, I mean, I've told Matt this, but in terms of weight, I would like to lose a couple pounds, but 
I'm not really seeing that right now. I guess it hasn't been long enough or whatever, but also in terms of like definition, for sure, there's a difference from when I first started, but I kind of feel like I've hit a wall where to me, at least I'm not seeing like I, I, I from the beginning when I started till now, there's definitely a change in definition, but it kind of feels like I've hit a wall with that definition where it's not getting any better. It's just like stuck here as much as I'm working out now. Like despite me working out more, it just kind of feels like I've hit a wall. I mean, I feel like that's why people eat protein powder and stuff is you do hit a wall. Like you do need to change your diet as well. If you actually want to build muscle and I'm sure even if you want to tone, like there's probably certain diets that you could do that would help with that. Yeah, I don't know. Matt called me a fitness nerd the other day. (laughs) (laughs) That's because she's been looking at her Fitbit all the time and she's like, oh, how many calories have I burned? I got to walk like 20,000 steps or like 10,000 steps. Dude, it's an obsessive thing. (laughs) I have hit 14,000 steps today and it's weird. So I can see like a chart about my resting heart rate, general, like, I guess they average it out over a day. Recently, like when I first got it, it started out going down and it went down to like 58. And now the last few days it's been trending upwards. And now my resting heart rate's like 63 or something. I don't know if that's bad. I don't think that's bad, especially if it's average, right? You're working out more. So if you work out for like two hours, right? Because you said you like walk your dogs and then you also do like stair exercises and stuff. That will change your average a lot if your heart rate even goes to like 80 for like an hour or something. Like it will go up. And you're going, what, 58 to 63? It's not like you're jumping like too high. It's like your resting heart rate though, right? Um, Yeah, I don't really know how it works. And I'm too lazy to get into it. But I assume if you work out, your resting heart rate will be higher. I went up and downstairs 180 times today. That's nothing, Katie. No, I'm Everyone give it a round of applause. <laughs> Matthew just has been applauding me for, like, <laughs> things that wouldn't be achievements for other people, but they are for me. Actually, yeah. I think some of these are actually achievements. Yeah, I, think, I think definitely your physical activity are achievements, but I'd say, like, your, your sleep schedule, just still waking up late, sleeping late and stuff. Like, But, yeah, I mean, I'm trying a new technique where I just – give her a lot of praise and see if positive help. reinforcement <laughs> yeah i feel like i've been too negative um yeah i guess we'll wrap this up for today i don't know today i don't know what's going on with this but today just seems like for some reason my brain just is not really working i don't know it's the creative juices are not flowing <laughs> it's not coming i don't know why i hate it when people say creative juices it's just like, <laughs> i don't think i've ever said that before <laughs> it sounds so gross but but yeah i'm definitely down i mean i'm tired if anything our lab schedule has changed so i have to wake up a lot earlier so well he wakes up like in the three quarters end of my day <laughs> <laughs> so i wake up at around 6 30 or 7 30 on days that i don't have to yeah so 3 30 my time i'm like almost guaranteed to still be awake <laughs> at this point yeah that's all we have today for emotion and logic maybe if we think of more points we could just talk about it again take it along to another episode because i mean definitely we 
we've talked about this topic for a long time. Yeah, I don't know. Our brains are just like dried up today. Seriously, like I don't know what's going on. But this is something where we were like, no, this will be so good. Yeah. We'll have so much to talk about. So you know, I'm so sorry. This episode didn't turn out how I thought it would. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. If you are, I'm so sorry, but this episode is not a good one. <laughs> it's okay. We we can have a bad episode in our episode in our thirteen episode saga <laughs> see you guys next week i guess maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely we'll see you guys next week 13 episodes we're, we're gonna do it all right <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>